0: Hi, I'm Claire Davis from Mental Health Chats, and we're here to encourage people to open up conversations about mental health. Hello, everyone. I'm Claire Davis, and I'm back with Mental Health Chats. And today we've got Dylan Lewis with us. Hello, Dylan. How are you going?
1: Yep. Yeah, good. Thanks, Claire. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, thank you very much for joining us. And as we all know, the series at the moment is about suicide stories. And the reason is because in the Northern Hemisphere, um, we're in, coming up to spring and the suicide rates go up in spring. Um, they are known over the years. That's what research has proven. So... so um, Dylan's got a different side of the story today and I'll get him to explain what it is in a minute. But I'm very excited because Dylan's actually a lot younger than me and um, he went to university where I went to university. it was in the same college and one of his mates reached out to me um, when he saw the mental health chats and said, you might like to interview Dylan. So I'm really excited. Another Albies bloke, so well done. And yeah. he's in a part of Australia that I haven't had somebody who so I've
1: interviewed yet. So, Dylan, do you want to tell everyone where you are exactly? Yeah, so I'm uh, based in Catherine in the Northern Territory. Uh, I don't know, home, I suppose it's famous for the Catherine Gorge, uh, yeah. which is one of the, the great landmarks of Australia, I suppose. Um, it's, it definitely gets mentioned a fair bit. And uh, the Northern Territory is very sparse on population, and uh, but it's a massive place and everyone's got a big heart and helps each other out, so... Very special part of Australia. Yeah,
0: absolutely brilliant. So, if you are travelling to Australia, go to Catherine and look Dylan up. So, Dylan, <laughs> um, we will start on the suicide story um, talk. So, would you like to yeah. tell everyone briefly your story?
1: Yeah. Um, so, um, what actually brought me to the Northern Territory in in uh, around two thousand and five was I. Um, I had been depressed um, for quite a while, but as a a young fella, um, just out of uni, uh, trying to find my feet in a workplace, um, I uh, I didn't understand that I I had depression, I sort of um, was in denial about that, Um, and when I tried to talk to people about that, uh, friends mainly, um, you know, the the advice back then was have a few beers, you'll be right. You're a bit bit sad. Um, uh, yeah, um, there's a few things um, sort of, I suppose, um, now in hindsight that I, I definitely had anxiety for quite a while. Um, and um, I got quite drunk after a game of footy and I uh, crashed a car down there. Um, I, I was in Grafton, New South Wales at the time. Um um, that one, I remember, I woke up from the accident, um, I would got quite badly concussed, I couldn't really remember the accident at all, I couldn't really remember the day leading up to it, I couldn't remember playing footy that day or anything, um, so that one, I couldn't really remember if I had attempted to take my life or not, um, And but all I... It, I raised a few alarm bells with the nurses because I had thought about that a lot, about crashing a car um, and ending it. it. It did seem like a a way for me to to get out of the strife I was in then. Um, I saw a professional at that point and they said, no, you're just a bit sad. You're, you'll be right. Um, and uh, so after that, I pressed for a change of scenery. I thought a change of... Um, a change would be good. So I got a job in the Northern Territory and it also was the only place I could get a job without a car licence because I lost that after the accident. Um, yeah, so that brought me to the Northern Territory. Um, then um, I went on uh, till about uh, it was sort of 2012 um, I um, had a, 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 an attempt um, and I was um, yeah, I was very sober, so I remember everything that happened with that one. Um, i We had a very rough twelve months. Um, there was a um, a live export cattle ban in the northern territory um, which which sent my business broke at the time. Um, I would, that uh, compounded with a breakup and um also not dealing with anxiety and depression from over a you know 10 10 year period effectively um led me to to um i I just hit rock bottom and um yeah i got home one day and decided that was that was going to be it so um yeah and i I was very lucky that uh my um my recent ex-girlfriend picked up that something wasn't right and sent a mutual friend around and they knocked on the door just in the nick of time, and um, I, um, I'm not sure if it's too blunt, but I will put the knife down and um, answered the door, and that stopped stopped it. So, um, yeah.
0: Oh, Dylan. So, yeah. what what a moving story. I'm actually feeling quite emotional inside because you're you're very much like so many of my friends from university. Um, so many of these lovely strapping blokes and you know so so often it is really really difficult to show your feelings and to get to rock yeah
1: rock
0: is is really really hard um so yeah just run through with us dylan that was 2012 and thank you for sharing that because that was really really brave um yeah. how have you managed to heal yourself over the years
1: um i suppose the the biggest thing initially straight straight after um I was very lucky that my my friends got around me um and my parents they they flew up from new south wales to to be with me and um and and really helped me realize that I I needed help and and by that stage you you beat you you do you want help um you just uh I suppose prior you don't know you don't think you um you know where to turn to and, and i felt like i was being a burden on everyone um and it's when everyone gets around you you realize that you're not and um and so from there we started a journey um seeing uh, psychiatrists and psychologists um, uh, there's a mental health team in catherine so i liaised a lot with them early on um but um Health services can be few and far between. Um, Catherine um, is a pretty small town, really. Um, You know, psychologists, we can change every six months and then we can go a year or two without one at all. Um, That's happened over the 14 years I've been here. That's happened quite a lot. So um, I had quite a few different people I saw over about a, probably a five or six year period. Um, and I started to, to feel low again, and, and I knew, but I knew I needed to step up my treatment more than anything, so um, I went to a, a mental health clinic in, in Sydney, um, I had to fly down there to do it, which was, I hate cities, it, it adds to my anxiety um, quite badly, I've, I've had quite a few panic attacks in, in cities, so um, yeah, going to the heart of Sydney wasn't, a very easy thing to do, but we we got there, and I spent three weeks in a hospital there, which really turned turned it around for me. Um, found uh, it was the first time that I'd been told about a a real holistic approach um in in dealing with my mental health and and how how um physical exercise and and diet and and sleeping and and as well as keeping up regular um um sessions with with the psychologist and and regular meetings with my psychiatrist how, how that all tangles together i suppose that was the first time i really got that the the wholeness of it and um, and and it, it's been all uphill uh oh, sorry well i don't know it's been a lot easier since then that, that knowing that um and it really helped me recognize the signs when when i'm slipping with my anxiety and um yeah. And I was diagnosed with a, with a mood disorder, I suppose, um, out of that as well. Um, yeah. until then I hadn't, it hadn't, it didn't have a label. No one could really tell me what was going on if I was depressed or anxiety. And, and, and that led to a lot of trouble too with medications. Cause I, I went from bipolar medications. I, I was on a medication for schizophrenia for a little while. Um, that, like, I, I think I tried about 14 different medications over that, that time. Um, which, which can happen to, like, there's no, um, like, that was well explained to me at the start. There's no, they can't do a test and find out what you should be on. So yeah. there's a lot of trial and error there. But, um, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so you're actually saying quite a lot in this, Dylan, and thank you for sharing yeah. And I think something yeah. that we all need to realise when we're in the workplace or with family or friends is to understand that it's the early intervention that's very important, so we don't get to the stage of that- Dylan got to, but Mm -hmm. Dylan has pointed out that spotting the signs is so important, understanding when we're feeling low and doing something about it. So Dylan's Mm -hmm. got professional help, which is great. So for some people may have got to the stage of professional help. So if we can spot the signs early and then get the right professional help if needed, as well as that, taking control himself, So understanding what exercise, the eating, what routine works for him, he said. So some really, really good points there on healing yourself. And it has obviously been a long journey and um, understanding that, you know, you had a mood disorder, wasn't aware of it. So the professional help and the professionals are learning about all of this more and more. So since 2005, there's so much more knowledge out there for the professionals as well as for us. but. The title You may have noticed the title of, of this interview with Dylan, which is I'm Grateful I'm Still Here, um, which is fantastic. We're grateful you're still here as well. So, and I know um, Frank, who put me in touch with you, your mates are yeah. great, as well, which is lovely. So, shout out to Frank Drum, thank you for putting us in touch. Yeah. But can you just yeah. explain to everyone why you're grateful that you're still here?
1: Um. Well, the latest one would be my son Laurie. So he came six months ago. Yeah. You're lovely. So um, yeah. Um that's been yeah, really good. Um, I think um yeah, in the last last while I've I've actually started to find the confidence that I, I had as a a you know, um, late teen, early twenties. Fella. I, was a, I was a pretty confident trailer back then, and um, that's it's taken a long time, but it's starting to um, come back a bit. Um, uh, like backing myself with, with decisions and that a lot more. Um, and I don't know, I think um, realizing that, that the anxiety uh, doesn't have to have a hold on my life, like I can. Um, you know, now I, I suppose as time time goes on, I, I learn to pick it up a lot earlier and 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 do, um, you know, pick up what I'm not doing right uh, in the treatment of my anxiety and, um, yeah, like it 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 makes me very grateful to be uh, still here to be able to um, share with people, you know, how how they can help themselves, I suppose and and help their mates, um, uh, that has been a a big part of my life for the last five years. Um, yeah, so that's been really good. Um, and yeah, like there's, I don't know, there's a lot of life to, to live. Um, you know, I'm, um, I'm very much looking forward to the, the next chapter with my, my son and, and, um, we're looking to buy a farm and, and sort of have the same, same, childhood that i i had i hope i can give to him and um yeah because you've got Uh, a
0: partner as well which is fantastic
1: yeah Um, yeah yeah. and yeah yeah i am and and um yeah and she's um amazing i suppose in in helping me as well like very accepting you know there's not many um partners that you know if you don't go to work for a week or two weeks because you, you just can't face the world. Um, you know, there's a, a lot of people in the world that wouldn't understand that and want you to get up and just keep going. But um, she's very sympathetic to, to when I do need help and, and to helping me keep a good routine. And um, yeah, no, it's, um, I'm very lucky. Yeah.
0: And you're, it's a beautiful story. And, you know, she's very lucky and your son's very lucky <laughs> as well. And Catherine is very lucky. Because you have, you you have done something amazing for Catherine, called Catherine Mental Mates. So would you like to tell everyone about Catherine Mental Mates? Because this is an incredible story as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mental Mates started. Um, we uh, so there was my story, and I was I, I'm um, lucky to still be here, I suppose. And, but. In our rugby club, um, we lost two fellas to suicide within three years. Um, um, And I think it's coming up to the fifth anniversary of of the first fella's um, death this year. Um, And um, that was a, the first one was a big enough shock. When we lost a second fella, um, we were all racking our brains, I suppose, wondering what we could have done. Catherine's a very tight-knit community and, and the rugby club, like we're not a big – there's three, three teams that play each other in Catherine because it's too far to travel to play anywhere else. So each club's very tight-knit um, because you've only got the 15 blokes that run on the field pretty much. and um, So, yeah, um, we, we brainstormed and we thought, well, none of us really knew what to, to look for in other people. Um, so we, we started Mental Mates and we facilitate free mental health first aid training and, and safe talk training so people can um, pick up the signs in their friends and family hopefully early and, 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 and help get that person to professional help um, because that was the other part of it. Professional help can be so hard to get in the Northern Territory um, of, um, of worked places where the closest remote clinic is, has been five hours away. Um, so and and a remote clinic um is is just a nurse. There's no doctor, there's no there's a nurse there and that's it. So um yeah, so it can be distance is a massive factor here. And, um so and we people yeah. in other
0: parts of the world they wouldn't quite understand the distance unless they had been to the Northern Territory. Um No, so
1: that's yeah.
0: You know Yeah, like it, I dri- I drive
1: home from a job. 100 kilometres, I turned twice and I saw three cars. So, wow. Um, wow. to put it in perspective, I suppose, yeah. yeah.
0: So, that is a beautiful story. So, I'm going to put yeah. the link for Catherine Mental um uh, into the comments and if anyone wants yeah. to donate, it's all about spotting those signs early because I think just about every single interview I've done, it's all about early intervention, and that's what Benny and I keep coming back to. So thank you yeah. so much for your honesty. I want, I want to give you a big hug. Yeah. But firstly, I can't because we're in lockdown. Um, yeah. And secondly, it's too far. But when I see yeah. their hugs coming, so thank you very yeah, much. Thank and you. Thank you for opening up and sharing your story. It's a very, very moving story. And next time, yeah. our next guest is continuing the topic of suicide stories, and she's actually from America, Denver, yeah. to be exact. And I'm going to read her name because I keep getting it wrong. It's Jess Storman Rainy. Jess and Rainy. So we're looking forward to that. And thank you for your honesty, Dylan. You've been amazing. And um, take care.
1: We'll will do. Thank you very much for having me. And um, yeah, if if you can't. Uh, if you do get a chance to look at Metal, Mental Mates, have a look. And I'd and just encourage everyone out there to try and do some form of training because uh, it, it, it does save lives.
0: So, Thank you. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you. Music